Come on kids, now gather round Grab a log and sit right down What's that smell? What's that sound? You're on fire, now hit the ground It's the campfire shit show And now, your camp counselors Bo Hufford and Mero Climo You know, speaking of sex toys Let's talk about getting in shape Okay, I am so excited to announce this, you guys. I think everyone, longtime listeners know there is a brand called Organifi that I'm genuinely passionate about. And just behind the scenes, Bo and I get like pitched companies and things a lot and we say no to it because we have to like really actually really, really like it. We try to pick something that we either believe in and that's the number one thing. Yeah. Or we feel like you guys would actually give a shit about. Yes, exactly. And I think this falls under both of it. So a company called Organifi, I first fell in love with their green juice powder because I was watching a YouTube video and I saw their CEO, Drew, talking about all the ingredients that were going into their green juice powder. And I was like, oh my God, this is stuff that like, I knew like moringa, a, a lot of adaptogenic herbs, mm-hmm. which is like, you know, how your helps your body adapt to stress. And I was really intrigued and I got super into the company and I really like um, just that they're high quality ingredients and they don't have a lot of fillers. And I feel like when you there's so many different powders and things out there that just say they are, you know, like providing things and really aren't or you can't trust their quality. So anyway, very long story short, for years I have been an Organifi fan. I've reached out to them in the past. I've done some stuff on the on morning radio with them just because I was like, hey, like I truly like you a lot. And then bum 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 we just talked with them a little bit and we're partnering with them now yes for you know who knows how long yeah but for a while <laughs> and so now my little dirty mind is getting Bo in on it too yes, together we're doing it together and we want to do like a challenge because we like those challenges where one of us fails and the other person has to do something embarrassing. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and I think he'll do well because the green juice powder yeah. has something called ashwagandha in it. Okay, and that yeah. is known to help alleviate stress and oh. calm you. Are you saying I'm stressed out? You, you think I, you you think I need Organifi to, to bring it down to a normal? I think you do. And I think wow. you, because one of the things that I like as well is that we're both on the go a lot. For Let's sure. be honest. How For many sure. vegetables do we eat a week? This is the problem that I have mostly is like I need a, I need okay I don't want a diet program what I want is right, right, something right. that like I can snag on the go and it doesn't make me feel like shit it's not fast food I need something that's sort of like uh like I've said this over and over again if I could just take a pill and be healthy I would do it I know you would do I it I like food but like I need something to regulate me this and is so to supplement like, yeah, this is to supplement yep exactly and so we're gonna get started on. We have I, I got for you the Organifi green juice, which I want you to have in the morning. That's yes. like your like little green juice. And then the red juice, or and we'll post a picture of this in case you guys want to do it with us. If you don't, that's cool. If you want to like wait and see if we turn into mutants or like grow a third <laughs> eye, you can wait that too. No pressure. I don't care. I just want to like talk about a company that I really like. The red juice is kind of like the the fruit punch. And so it's like, you know, I use it as an afternoon pick me up. And then the complete protein. Is like the protein shake, obviously. Put a banana in it, call it a day. And then the gold is my favorite product. And do you see it right here? Yeah. Take a picture. Okay. The gold is at nighttime. It's like a. It has turmeric and reishi, mm. and let you of, rest easy. Yep, a rest easy. So it's also like all of this is less than a coffee a day, which we know I have. Yeah. I have like a nine dollar latte almost every day. Yeah. And we have a code. <laughs> 
<laughs> Surprisingly, we have a code. So if you go to Organifi.com, that's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com slash campfire, you get 20% off any item. But yeah. Make sure you enter campfire. And like I said, no pressure, you guys. If you want to like, if you're interested to see, Bo will, I think, be honest on if you like the stuff or not. Oh, for sure. For sure. I think, and then, you know, you'll I be- mean, after our partnership ends. <laughs> no, no. no, no, no. But then I really want to like, I know this is our ninth try at doing something healthy and kind of like a little challenge but i think that this could really be the time oh god so what do we do because i don't want to do it on weight loss because that doesn't no, really that's matter fine, that's to fine. me i think we should just commit to it promise each other for like six weeks or something okay fine and then what do we do maybe get our photos taken at the end or something i just want my photos you taken. just want your photos yeah. taken then just get the photos what kind taken of attention can we get for after <laughs> <laughs> besides just taking besides being that is healthy. the most meryl thing to say how can i get attention from this um what do you think my brilliant it, it, little it, yoda what do you think <laughs> Um, You're looking at the product scared. Tell no, me no, no. I, I don't look at them scared at all. And actually, I know several friends who use it on the regular, mm-hmm. and and they're very satisfied with the product. Yeah, they're like, it it doesn't taste like garbage. It actually no, tastes it good. tastes. A good. lot of times, you get those like green drinks or things like that, and it's like, uh, especially the powders. It tastes like there's like wood chips in it or something. You're like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, yep. It's like, did I just? Yeah, it seems like cardboard has been like soaking in water. But like <laughs> this, uh, everyone says this is really great. So I'm just excited to do it. Um, I personally want to do that because I've been feeling, especially coming out of the 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 two years of us kind of like, mm-hmm. I'm feeling like I've never felt older in my life. Really? It's weird. It's like I aged 10 years. I was saying to somebody the other day, I'm like, uh, I make more sound getting up out of the bed than I do during sex. Because I'm like... <laughs> Well, that can help yeah. the two miracle really I just want to honestly I just want to feel better and so I'm, I'm hoping that this helps me uh, you know get a little bit more regular in, in, in doing that so. okay I like that my goals yeah, no one us. asked um, <laughs> <laughs> no uh, honestly like we don't as we know I actually don't I was thinking about this I don't care I really don't care about weight everyone's like yeah we know but like up or down it doesn't matter it really like I don't care at all but what I do care about is uh, like my access to creativity and like my thoughts and the quality of like yeah. how, how I'm thinking and feeling and if sure. I'm able to like go throughout my day and see like beauty in the world and I think that the more I am with because when I juice a lot then yeah. I'm really able to be like yeah and you just feel like the sunshine is on all the time and I, I think when I, you're I don't healthy, think it's it any surprise way. that the things you put in your body do affect you yeah, they really <laughs> you do. know what I mean and especially like, if like our our livelihood is basically our thoughts and what comes out of my brain. And yeah. so it's like that has to be high quality. So, yeah. Well, I hope that, that sounds ha- pompous. I, we're doing it. Check out Organifi. Remember, the code is Campfire. Campfire. And uh, you can go with us. If you are on this journey with us, let us know. We want to hear you about guys, it. You'll probably do better than Bo and I, let's too. Let's do a little chat about it. Oh, we'll my talk gosh. Let's chat. It. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Uh. <laughs> oh, my God. I love us. Oh. <laughs> I really just looked you up and down. You look good. Fuck you. You do. Let's not talk about it right now. Okay, here we go. Okay, you look great. Shut up. <laughs> Don't say shut up. I didn't have brothers and sisters, and I'm not socialized that way. I've realized that too. When people say shut up, it really hurts my feelings. Oh, really? Yeah, because I'm not. You people that have had siblings, I think, are used to being like meaner to each other, but only children are sensitive. I just think sometimes people need to know when to shut up. Yeah, but so, shut up is something you'd so say what to would your you, sister. What, what, what would you like someone to say to you? Zippy your lippy. No, that's just a goofy way of saying shut up. It's still the same. Uh, say, please, say, thank you for noticing my body, Meryl. Jesus Christ. Where were we? That's not even about this. Oh, 
Well, you told me to shut up because I was giving you the up and down. Oh, God. And always giving, I'm me, staying up. Always giving me the up and down. <laughs> I'm staying up. Let's just get into okay, this, okay, okay. this shit. God. <laughs> God, you really don't know your surroundings. Um, read the room. I'm trying to. Up and, and shut down. up about it. Don't say that. It's mean. It's verbally abusive. Um, how are you? Hi. Hi. Good morning. You just did it again. Hi. If you look at my midsection one more time, <laughs> one more time. <laughs> We're gonna we're we're done here. <laughs> uh, Meryl's giving me shit about my body, and it's unfortunate. Maybe I'm extra like that because I just had a talk with Jack about. Do you do you don't do this because you don't care about boobies? But like sometimes if I'm like either like if my bosoms are out for the world or whatever, yeah. Jack will like he tries to like box them. What? Like he goes like <laughs> comes up and he's like uh, uh, like he like pretends oh. to punch them. I and mean, I've, boys have done that in the past. Really? Why do boys want? You have to, huge like, boobs. But and why do boys want to box them? them? Yeah. Uh, it's just like it's something they don't have. We can't. We don't have boobs like that. So we like we, we want to play with them. Yeah, want to slap them around, okay, grab okay, them, yeah, shake yeah. them up, and squeeze them, and <laughs> pinch them, and kiss them, and you know all kinds of shit that are like ah. I just want to. Yeah, yeah. Boys get so does mad. He, does he smack your ass too? Yeah, but less. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just, like less. It's it's yeah. less intense. It's almost just like the minute if he sees. My boobs, he goes to to box them. <laughs> like it's not yeah. like it's so weird. Yeah. Like they're it's very like Maybe it's just because like, you know, a lot of men now we're not very violent. We don't have a way to like get out all of our aggressions. Mm-hmm. And so then we just take it out on our, our ladies' boobs. Yeah, that's just Maybe sad. that's true. It's like smack. Yeah, you know? it's just very weird. I don't know. I I'm just reaching for I that. I can't imagine I mean, definitely could imagine punching a man right in the right in the dick. balls. Yeah. That'd yeah. be fun. Ooh, I, I wouldn't mean, do that, but that'd be nice. Whatever. We okay. deserve it. We so, deserve it. Wait, where were you? Where are you? I'm right here. But after hey, that. Hi, I'm right here. You were somewhere. I thought you were in Nashville again, but you're in Seattle. No, I got on a plane. I went to Seattle for a couple days. You travel so much. I do. I love that. I you. love it too. I love it too. I really enjoy traveling because every city you go to, well, especially the energy I have, I think some people travel and they just go, I got to go to this town. I'm going to do this thing and good night. Right. And they just go to their hotel or like then all the time. And I feel bad. I mean, I understand some jobs are just like that, but I try to find something somewhere that is just like off the beaten path. Yeah, it's so a, much fun. A locals thing. Like, what do you? What's what's the local spirit or what's the local bar that mm-hmm. bartenders go to? Because that's usually a place that is cool, you know, and not like overpriced and crazy. I had less of that on this trip, but like I did, I was able to like enjoy the trip. But it was a fucking shit show. It really, really was. So here's why I was in Seattle. My business partner, who we've had on the podcast, Stephen Fishwick, he um, he does art auctions. And I'm going to say that and then explain it. Um, so it's essentially on cruise ships, they have galleries, right? And he's mm-hmm. talked about that. Uh, they have galleries, um, like an art gallery on the cruise ship. And it's just like, you know, on a cruise ship, you're fishing a barrel and there's things to do. And then people are like, some people are just like roaming around like, look, an art gallery. Let's go see that. It's and like they, on their way to the buffet or right, something. Right. Or, and they yeah. can purchase that art. Right. So his artwork is in there. But this company that he's partnered with, what their main job is, is to then set up almost like art. Um, uh, what am I trying to say? They're there to set up this like art auction and get people familiar with the artist and make them oh, collectors. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay? So that's the, cool. The way that starts, you know, the cruise ship is one thing, uh, but what they do is the way they start this whole process is they have a show on the land, right? And they invite people who have maybe bought art before, 
and they invite them out for the weekend and they pay for their hotel and all their food and drink and then they show them artwork and they kind of uh, allow them to then bid on certain art. Um, and each day over the course of three or four days, they bring in a new artist and they showcase that artist at night. They come out, the artist talks, maybe paints a little bit. I don't think they typically do, but Steven does. He paints in front of people and then uh, tells people who he is and kind of explains the story. Then they all go to bed and then the next morning we get up early and we uh, have the actual auction where they offer up Steven's work and people get to bid on it. And so the thing is, is if you go, these people are all typically rich, rich mm -hmm. people, right? And they want to be told like, what is, what should I collect? What's the next thing? Oh. What's hot? What's new? And so. Do they start it at a price that's like, yes. that would be way less though? Or no. do they start at a price that normally you could purchase it at? You could, but you're only going to get, this is the original. It's not a print. It's the original. So you can only get it in this room. Okay. okay. Yep. And uh, then people will bid on it. And then it'll go, kind of go back and forth, just like you see at any auction, right? And so it can raise raise up and up. Um, but then if people buy artwork, they get to be invited to another one of these things. So they get invited out oh. to do another thing where they're like, instead of Seattle, we're actually going to Portland, Oregon, or we're going to Chicago. We're going to fly you out. We're going to put you in a hotel. We're going to pay for all your drinks. It's like this whole... Ordeal, like buy artwork and we're going to take care of you. And it's sort of this back and forth. And then if you do that, then maybe we're going to invite you to a cruise uh, in the Bahamas. And then, oh, when we're doing an international cruise, so we're going to take you over here. It's like, so these people who collect uh, artwork, they can they can really like get something for it, mm -hmm. right? Um, on top of people like Steven and other artists that they found around the world, they have like Salvador Dali's and Picasso's and Renoir's and, and all these things like legitimate like uh, master's work that they offer as an, at an auction too. So you can buy that stuff. Oh my God. And so <clears throat> you're in a room full of like hundreds of pieces of art, a bunch of collectors and everyone's schmoozing and talking. And it's like Steven is just like amazing at it. He's yeah, so good yeah, at like, yeah, yeah. like getting people to like be interested in who he is and to like show them like he's an artist that's approachable. And, and that I think that's a very important thing. Like you can't go shake hands with Picasso. Right. And you don't know where an artist is going to be in 50 to 100 years, what their work is going to be worth. So it's like here's a, a really great opportunity to invest in something that is actual tangible, not a fucking yeah. NFT. And so. Yeah. Um, yeah, Steven has like great energy. Yeah, super great. And so, but the thing is, is this company, they have to ship artwork in to each city that they're going to be in, right? So they ship hundreds and hundreds of pieces of art that are framed, big pieces in huge shipping containers to each city to showcase these things, right? Well, we get to Seattle and the first night we hang out, we go out to a bar, have one drink. It's like, all right. Let's go home. We got we got a long day tomorrow, kind of thing, right? We get up the next morning. We're walking up to uh, so Seattle has you know they're famous for their fucking Starbucks, and Stephen and I are both like Bucky's. <laughs> uh, but we go to the the Starbucks Reserve. Have you been there before? Uh, I've been to like one in Los Angeles. The they're one beautiful. in Seattle is insane. Yeah, it's like it's like oh New York too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's gorgeous. Bonkers. Yeah. It's so big, and you can see the whole process, and they have like a bar that makes all these coffee cocktails. Yeah. And like I was like 10 a.m. and I'm like having a you know, coffee martini or something. Oh. It, it was awesome. But Steven gets a call uh, from the company and this, the company says, bad news, uh, none of your artwork got shipped here. So we don't have anything to show of your work. And he's like, 
oh, what? Because typically he'll sell like 90 pieces, 80 to 90 pieces oh of artwork God. over the course of two days, which is like, you know, it could be a big deal. It's yeah. like a couple hundred thousand dollars worth of artwork. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, we don't we don't have your it's not going to be here, blah, blah, blah. And so we're like, well, fuck. So the trip went from like, okay, we're going to go up there. We're going to hang out. And I was going to kind of like see like, how can we make this whole system better? And it turned into like, oh, fuck, we've got to solve some problems. And so from the the, the day, we okay, so the, the night starts at like 7, right? We're, this is 11 a.m. Steven runs to an art store, gets paints, canvases, all this shit. And then for the next like seven hours, we're in the room, in his hotel room. like Oh, my God. Painting. painting and I'm just trying time. to help him prep. Like, what do you need? Can I get you this? Da, 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 you know, and he's trying to paint all these paintings so that we have something to show. Now, did people know what it was already going to be? Like, no. what? Some of the, okay, so no. they didn't know. Nobody knows. It's all a <gasps> surprise. So he's painting on the fly. He painted like six or seven paintings in the room just like furiously right and he's stressed out and he's fucking like oh this sucks you know which just ruins the trip kind of yeah yeah then we go to the night he does his thing he's got to perform he's got to be like smiles and on stage and stuff and then during the the that night he paints a painting on stage live but only halfway and then also he has a blank canvas that he asks everybody to paint a little bit on right Mm -hmm. and then when the night's done, and at this point it's like 10 or 11 o'clock at night, we take those two canvases back to the room and we paint all through the night so that we can have two more paintings to showcase at the auction oh in the morning, which starts at 8 a.m. So it was just like chaos, chaos of like behind the scenes. And at the time you said they were like, they're, they don't know where they are or they're just not to you? They're like, just not going to come. They, but they, they, no they know where they were. Like, they're in Texas and Dallas and there was that huge storm and it wasn't going to uh, make it. And so Stephen's like, well, look, for every painting we have, we have the ability to make seven to $14,000. Mm-hmm. We got to do more paintings. You know what I mean? It's like this is a wasted moment, you know? And so he worked throughout the night and I'm trying to help him. And he's like, hey, can you do this? And here's, let me go back a minute. At the event, I was so stressed out because of how stressed out he was. I'm just like, oh, man, this really sucks. I was like drinking. Uh I was having a cocktail, and then I had another one. By the end of the thing, I didn't realize at what level Steven was going to need my help. And I had drank way too much. Really? Way too much to be effective in the way that I needed to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then I'm having – do you ever have that like moment where you're, you're drunk and you're aware but you have regret. Oh yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah, it's the worst. Mine is if, I, if I feel sick, then I'm like, Ugh, I just want to like rewind and not do this. Right. And so I'm sitting in the hotel room, ordering or ordering uh, room service at Four Seasons Hotel, which is not cheap. It was like I ordered. I think it was like a burger, and it was like forty eight dollars. <laughs> it was like so stupid, right? Anyway, I'm kind of drunk. He's needing my help with some things. I'm not being effective, and I just am like slowly sinking into a like yeah, a vault of yeah, depression, yeah, yeah. almost yeah. like oh, I should have been better. And it's like I got. I need to throw up, or I need to do something. <laughs> and it's just like, oh. and then the next morning we have to get up at seven. So this is like we didn't go to bed till like four in the morning. We had to get up at seven to then go back on stage. He does, and like be uh, the oh thing. Oh my god! Did he notice that you were too drunk? 
Oh yeah. Was yeah. he like mad had, at you? I, no, no, no. He wasn't. He wasn't visibly mad. Maybe he was inside of his head going like, "This is very annoying." Yeah. Which I totally understand. But he didn't. But like, the next day, I was like, "I'm so sorry. I apologize. I should have been in a better place for you," and that really sucked for me. And that's you know what? That's a you do not want to have that moment when you're in your 40s, right? Because when you're in your 20s, you're like, "You're just a funny fuck yeah, up," I'm right? Sorry, yeah. But when you're in your 40s, you're like. Wow, you might have a problem. You yeah. know, in my mind, I was like, I hope he doesn't think I have a problem because I don't have a problem. I just like, I got really stressed <laughs> and then I was like drinking too much and I was like, ah, and especially know. at something like when we went on the catamaran boat, that's everyone yeah. was drinking. That's expected. Oh, that that's was like supposed nothing. to be, it's yeah, exactly. To be a but booze then cruise. when it's like a yeah, a conference yeah. or a plus, I, that, that was a different that was a different situation. I was yeah. trying to fuck shit up that day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This yeah. one was come like, on. <laughs> come on. What if you're like painting the burger? <laughs> <sighs> I just was like ineffective and it sucked. And mm-hmm. in the end. Oh, the other thing was is they at one point they flip flopped everything, so they're like, okay, actually we're gonna push you a day, so we were gonna stay an extra day in Seattle, and then another artist was gonna come. They're gonna try to get the artwork there in time, so I changed my flight to Saturday instead of Friday, and then an hour later, <laughs> they said, actually no, we're going back to the original plan. I had to change my flight again, and then I couldn't get on the same flight, and it cost me more money. Oh and I was God. like, so then I'm going at a later time. And it's just like, oh, this is just the worst. That is the worst. So then are they going to like, where are the paintings now? Still in Texas or? Yeah, they'll go on to the next show that he does in, in a couple of weeks or a month. Okay, you know? okay. Yeah. Were people, were customers disappointed? They didn't know. No, no. Okay. no, they, I think most people are a little patient with the idea that like, hey, mm-hmm. you know, the world is kind of like, we're struggling here trying to get, you know, somebody was like telling me that they were putting new windows in their house. They ordered them like eight months ago and they're just sitting up in uh, Long Beach waiting to be delivered. Really? Yeah, because it's just like all this supply chain. And yeah, shit yeah, like yeah. That. yeah. I have a friend that just ordered a yeah. couch and she was like, it will be here in May. <laughs> so in the meantime, like, here's a box for you to sit on. Yeah. <laughs> Did, now, is there worry that people will then bid on other art items and then become a collector of another type of artist and kind of and lose interest? Well, there are other pieces of art there and they know they're going to be other artists. So it's like uh, every day they're trying to sell a different person and somebody may have come knowing that uh you know john smith that artist is coming on the third day and they want that person's painting Mm -hmm. so they might not even be interested in something that steven's doing but our job is to show that steven has this ability and maybe something's going to strike you and you might meet him and go like i really like this guy yeah i like this guy and i want to support this guy i want to i want to be part of his you know legacy yeah and i have i have artists too that you just connect with their work and you just want to support them and be like oh i have another piece of theirs yeah that's typically the gallery system is kind of bullshit it really is Mm -hmm. like the art galleries are bullshit because you walk in and they tell you a bunch of lies and a lot of times they're selling you a print or something like that and it's not worth anything that they're telling you that it is it art is just like like a lot of things like it's if I say it's this much, then that's how much it's worth. Yeah. And then tomorrow it could change completely. It doesn't have actual like, you know, like the guy that hung a banana on the wall and then yeah. Like that well, well, and that kind of stuff is like it's I don't like Kanye type of stuff. Where it's I don't just, mind. I don't mind the act, but I hate that people then think that all art is just like that. Yeah, because that's the thing is like you're actually hurting. You're hurting some parts of art like that yeah definitely it's it's the same thing that when people do uh design or art for free or for really really cheap you have these hungry young people who are like yeah i'll do it for five dollars and it's like yeah but you don't realize how much you're hurting the industry in doing so right that's why things like fiverr are like really irritate me yep because it's like you're just hiring some kid in another country to do this thing for 20 bucks. Paulo in and the then, Philippines, don't listen to him. Right. You're but very then, valuable. But then when I go to actually do like a logo or branding, and it's legitimately a lot more work than just like 
putting clip art together. Yeah. Then people are like, well, I could get this for 20 and I have to like explain to them like, well, no, that's <laughs> what you're getting is that it's just like, I hate that sort of thing. You're lessening the system. Yeah. And I think so too. I think even, even with music where like, yeah, I mean, even you put something abstract up and then people are like, they'll listen to it like cigar roast or something to me, which I'm like, oh yeah. God, like, yeah. I did like the one piece of art that was in a, um, it's a famous piece of art. It's just, it's a toilet <laughs> with a man's name on it, uh, Duchamp. Okay. Uh-huh. And, oh wait, it was R. Mutt, but it was from Duchamp. Sorry. R. Mutt was the name of the guy who actually made the toilet. And this famous artist put it in a gallery as a piece to say like, that's art too, sort of thing. This idea is like, even a toilet has to be designed. Yeah. It has to be made. Some craftsman with their hands made this thing. And I think that's an important thing to remember too. Mm-hmm. Just because it's not in a gallery doesn't mean it's not creative or an, or art. Like everything in your world has had to be, had to be designed. Oh yeah. Everything. This chair you're sitting on right now, these microphones, the headphones you use, the computer, everything is designed. And so you can't forget that. No. People are like, oh, are you an essential worker? It's like, well, I'm, I'm didn't think I was, but it's felt like like, yeah, somebody has to be still designing the shit that's going to be made to help right. us do this or that, you know? Damn. Anyway, uh, the weekend was great. It ended up being a success and we made more money than we thought we were going to in the sense of we sold more art, which is good because it looks good to the gallery. And, and no one really knew behind the scenes? Well, nobody knew uh, out. Yeah. Wow. I hope we're not blowing his cover. But it was crazy to see the whole system come together and also be falling apart behind the scenes, yeah. really. And and going like, wow. It's kind of like, have you ever been to like uh, a catered event or a wedding before the guests get there? And it's like, holy shit, guys, you don't have these tables ready. You oh, don't yeah, have yeah, the yeah. food's not ready. Like, this the, is the wrong type the of bar, yeah, yeah, the bar is being pushed out with one minute before the guests. It's like, get your shit together. And then they open the doors and everything's ready. You're yes. like, how the fuck? Right. And, and I think that's thing. like the seamless thing is making it seem like, yeah. oh. I'm- well, and, and, and people don't know what they don't know. So they're not going to miss that thing they didn't know was, mm-hmm. you know, if they said, hey, come and see this Picasso. And then you get there and the Picasso is not there. Well, yeah, that's going to be a problem. That's what I love about plays. Because it's like yeah. before every Broadway show, I'm sure someone's dressed, ripped, someone's yep. hair wig falls out or whatever. Yep. And, and then, nobody ever knew. Yeah, no one ever yeah. knew. Somebody, the stand-in took over because <laughs> somebody got sick that night or something. Yeah. What do you think about Seattle as a city? I love it. You do? Yeah, I do love it. Okay. Cause I've heard, I love it. I've yeah. heard it has like the LA and San Francisco plague on it, which is like it's getting more, increasingly well, for more. For sure. I, it's not, I mean, I'm not talking about prices. Um, I think it's expensive. No, just like the homeless and the- Well, yeah, I can feel that. I like a gritty town. I mm-hmm. do. I don't like I don't like LA because it feels dangerous and like gross. Like zombie-ish and weird. But yeah. Seattle feels like it's gritty in a different way interesting i like it it's got it's got some some history there i like the way the city's laid out the energy is good it's very like art forward yeah, yeah i like that like the city we were right by pike's place you know where the yes you know, the, fish. The, the market yeah Did you catch any fish in your mouth no no not really uh, seafood's not my number one go-to freak um yeah so but it was great I, i'm glad Maybe that was a long-winded story. No, that was a like good story. How, how art in the, the world of galleries work. I but, like when you travel because then I can just lay back because you always have stories. <laughs> I'm getting ready to go to uh, Aruba. What? With him on a cruise. We're going to do a cruise too. Because I'm really trying to like say, like, what can we do differently here to make every show more effective? Yeah. You know? Like originally, 
he would go and we'd talk a little bit. And then we worked really hard on this speech together of him and his life and how we can interweave it with a message, a story that could touch people on certain points. And so I used not only comedy, but also just like, uh, you know, writing to tell that story. Yeah. And so now he can hit certain beats at certain times while he's doing things. And it seems to be working. It's very, very powerful. Yeah, it's powerful. And it makes people feel something. Like, wow. I'm so glad you said this thing. And it's like, Oh, I'm glad we wrote that in there. And it's just like, how do we touch that audience in a different way? So they look at it and go like, I want to be part of this. You mm. know? Yeah. We should do a benefit what? for, I just told Jack, I want to house a Ukrainian family and Jack and take care of them. And Jack's like, you don't, don't even grocery shop for yourself. I would house right. a Ukrainian model. I mean, I'll tell you that. They are pretty. And then Jeez. I was like, oh, I even thought like, what if I get like <laughs> four Ukrainian women and then I have them all work for pre-canceled and then Jack was like, they're not your servants. And I'm like, I know. <laughs> I'm like, they're, if they're staying with us for free, I'll oh, put them to work. Oh my God. I want, I would love to be like I honestly truly would like love to be a refuge house for pets and everything, but I don't know how and people. Mm, that's a lot. Yeah, you have to be. That's a lot. But right now, all people need is just like a nice, all warm, love. safe place. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's very sad. Um, it's hard as a content. I wonder if you guys feel this way. Mm, like once again, we're in the same situation when we're lucky to be even having this issue. I was just going to mention as that. a content creator. Yeah, it's to look like, to look inward. To look inward at yourself and go like, hey, we're doing a comedy podcast. And then also there's a war going on. Yeah. And it's like, I wrestle with that sometimes. I was almost like, going to like put up a poll and be like, should do you guys want to see us like put up still like our Insta stories or like right. or not? Or I don't I don't know. We don't know what to do. But then I just thought, OK, like I don't get mad at other people for moving forward. I get a little and- my eyes roll a little bit when it's like, you know, someone has a post. It's like uh free ukraine and then the next one is like also buy my bathing suit or something like that yeah like, yeah, yeah. oh it just seems a little tasteless yes and, and i don't know if it's just the sandwiching of those two things did you see that commercial on uh it was i think it was fox news or cnn or something like that where oh, the- they were showing <laughs> yeah. the bomb hit the building or yeah. something and then the next one was like applebee's yeah, commercial like a fried chicken or something yeah no and it's like this horrible like country song where he's like Cold beer on a Friday night. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the next line was like, pair of jeans that fit just right. <laughs> and it's like, oh my God. I know. This, there could not be something more American Yeah, sandwiched on that. And it's just like, it's tasteless. Right, right. It's ta- I mean, their food is tasteless, but like, it's tasteless. It is tasteless. And we're in the same situation as a few years ago where it's like, I, everyone is sharing different yeah. resources to do on their Insta story. And then yeah. it's this weird feeling. It's like, okay, well like I donated, but like I also don't feel the need to like put that out or, or maybe some people just mean it well of like, here are some resources that you can help if you don't know. But then it yeah. feels like this weird. Well, well the, thing. the truth is, is like our life doesn't, it doesn't stop. Right? right. When someone else is having turmoil in their life. And although, you know, when you're having a bad time, let's say somebody's parent dies or something like that, it's like your life still has to go on. Yeah. It does affect you. And of course you feel for that person, but like you still go on. It's just like, it's hard. It's hard to watch the world coming to these like intense moments and then being like, okay, but I I still have to like pay my rent. Yeah. 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 Yay, but like I'm, I I'm, I'm like I'm sorry, but like I have to go to work. Yeah, you know. And then there's this like public condemnation where it's like maybe you are helping on in, in some way, like behind the scenes, but yeah. then you don't really say it. Yeah, it's just weird. It's very scary, and it's also weird to be like, you know, we'll talk about this maybe on the next episode, but like looking for apartments or something and it's like am i going to be like you know which place will like hide me from the chernobyl exploding or something? right, like, right. Know, I'm, I'm like looking for places with a bunker or something and so right. it's it's weird to be like 
planning for the future, but also scared of what's going to happen. And I mean, that's that's every day, right? Mm-hmm. Leave you on a high note, everyone. <laughs> 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 if we're all going to be weighed down by the world, then well, I think yeah. But no, but it's like I think I used to be good at really like kind of not being like la la la. I'm in my own world and I'm happy. So what does it matter? But now it's like oh, I think social media in a good way has helped see like oh, these people are just like us. Like there's artists in Ukraine trying to do the same thing and people, right. like people just like us. And so yeah, it's sad and it's like we're all more well, connected I think, than I thought. I think that's the thing is like it's really disturbing when you hear people talk about like anyone in any other country and talk about it negatively or how like. Get them out of here. It's like, we're all trying to do the same thing. We just want to be happy and yes. free. We just want to be happy and free. But we don't We don't need to do you know negative things to other people to be free ourselves. Exactly. We yeah. don't have to put others down. We don't have to tell, you know, push them away. Or we, There's room for us all. Let's just, everyone's trying to get to the same goal, which is like, I just want to be happy. I want to yeah. raise my kids. I want to live my life. Of course, there are bad people out there that want to do bad things. But I think for the most part, we all just want to be accepted and happy. So it's like, this is a really sad thing that that Russia is like invading mm-hmm. the Ukraine. It's like, th- that's not, that's the opposite of what we should be moving. As I know. People. Don't you feel like, in a, I was just talking about this with friends last night, where like, I feel like most of our conscious collectiveness is done with war. Like, I feel like everyone's exhausted and not many people still want this. And yeah. I was asking them if they thought like in three generations, because we'll probably have more diverse leaders and just different, more evolved people and they said no they think whoever's in power is always going to be like coming from a place of greed and ego that's probably true yeah i don't think so i don't think i I think we'll evolve okay so in the history of history and that's not a hundred years okay in the history of all history i think it's been shown over and over and over again that people in power take advantage of power and they they want the power because there's something inside of them that like needs that there's a system in place there are bad people there are just everyone wants to be on top you think about oh god we could get into so many conversations on this because it's like you even think about how cities are are built and how some areas are rich and some areas are poor and this you know oh, yeah, why there are why there are liquor stores on yeah. every corner oh, yeah. and a poor and, and, and it's loan like payday thing right right, right. Yeah, yeah totally this is set up it to, is set up to, yeah to make sure that people fail and stay where they are but do you think like nine generations from that yes. we will just yes you do yes i think it'll be exactly the same i think that we'll fight and fight and fight but there will always be power because listen if you think you're going to dismantle this government or any government and then all of a sudden Everyone's going to be like, great, and now we'll just take care of ourselves in our own homes and we'll never take advantage of anyone else. The minute that is able, someone's going to be like, I want more land. So I'm just going to take your land. I'm going to go over, and that is what used to happen. Oh, well, Bob's dead now, so I'm going to take his land. That's my land now. It's like somebody's always going to be like, my, I want more. I deserve it. It's, It's always going to be that way. I don't know. I don't know. I'm open to it differently. Uh, Well, I'd love to to have it be something different, but I just think that I just think that's the way it's always been proven. Hmm. We have always been in war. Always. But don't you think it's been run by like a just one type of person and then From the beginning of time? No, no, actually, no, because there are like matriarchal like America is just hundreds of years old. We're talking this is happening in Europe. It was happening in Egypt. It was happening everywhere. So it's like I think I just picture like Gen Z coming in and being like they almost wouldn't want to have those issues. I would love that. I mean, I've been seeing a lot of like you could just see the next generation like guys. Can we like 
Can we not? <laughs> like Putin, Daddy. Can we just not yeah. at all? I would Great. love that. I think we need that. I would love. Th- I would like. Love I think that. on some levels, and I, I'm going to sound very old. I think that we have become really weak in a lot of things, and I don't think we're going to overthrow a government or a system in the state of how weak we are. Yeah. Because we're we're too worried about things that aren't important yeah. now. Our whole generation is worried about how we look, how much money we're making personally, like TikTok and Twitch and blah blah blah. It's like we're getting. We're missing the point. We're missing the point because you can't tell me that people aren't more depressed today than they oh, were. Oh, they definitely 50 are. Yeah, and they're ago. away from their own meaning and their purpose. Right. And I think I, w- I was thinking about that the other day. That I'm like, oh my god, I just the thought of everyone trying to like make their little mark in the world and feel uh-huh. like they matter is right. so like not it's, sad. It's so to sweet me, to me. To me, I watch like any of those like TikTok dances that come through, and you're like, yeah. Oh, why are you doing this? If if one person does it and then everyone's mimicking the same things, like, what are you doing? Right. You're just trying to be like, me too, me too, me too, me too, me too. Yeah. Look at me, look at me. I did it too. I'm part of this thing. I'm important. It's like, oh, that's and very this, scary. Like, illusion of of how things matter and ways mm-hmm. that you get to show up. But but I mean, it also could be mixed in with evolving in other ways and feeling more connected and if anything social media is a good way in the way that like now i feel way more empathy for someone in ukraine than i think i probably did growing yeah, up or, that's probably true you know yeah because yeah. because before ukraine seemed like this foreign space that like only like demons come from yes. or something in the 80s it was like those ukrainians yeah, it's like, that's yeah, not yeah. true they're just like us they're yes. just like us yeah they just eat different food maybe <sighs> Anyway, I'm well, sorry. No. We, we got off on a real okay. thing. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, it, and it's have, something I, to address. And, you know, if, have, the, if the, I'm not even going to say if people just dress better. Oh, my say if everyone, God. The answer to this is clearly. If, if the Ukrainians could just like, I don't know, put look a, look smarter. Put like, some pizzazz Give me there. a fucking break. Jesus. <laughs> um, okay, well, I'm, I'm sorry. Still, I'm sorry. I know that no, was. No, this was a wonderful was episode. A, yeah. <laughs> okay, so you guys, uh, don't forget your Organifi. Thank you for listening to everything. And message us. What's your thoughts on Seattle art, Ukraine, mattering in the world? My boobs. That's it. They're all one and the they're, same. They're all just the only thing they heard was your boobs. <laughs> they're all they're all sad. All right, we're okay. Out of love here. you. This episode of Campfire Shit Show was produced by Bo Hufford and Meryl Climo. It was edited by Bo Hufford, and the theme song was composed and sang by your friendly camp director, me, PB and J. If you've got a question or you want to be the next camper of the week, email us at campfireshitshow at gmail.com. Say hi to Bo and Merrill on Instagram at campfireshitshow. And please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. Well, kids, it's time to pack up the camp and put out the fire. But don't you worry. We'll see you soon on another episode of the Campfire Shit Show. <laughs>